0: Mind Crime Liberty Show. It's with Dobson and him Pat. Today we discuss: are non-profits profitable for society? A few weeks ago I had a conversation uh, with a friend of mine, and uh, he was very much against companies making profit. This is in the context of sort of like global warming and and environmental damage and stuff like that, and uh, you know, all this was, prob- this was a problem because these firms are doing these things for profit, and that was that was that was a bad thing. Um, and then it got me thinking that, well, actually, profit isn't a bad thing mm-hmm. at all, because it made me think of some thoughts I'd had in the past on how do we determine whether an organisation is performing well or not when it comes to a for-profit organisation. Um, you know, if it's performing well, but at least relatively well, if it's making profits. Because if it's making profits, that means it's producing things that the consumers want in general. And it means that they're using their resources relatively efficiently because they're making profits. So we're getting what people want to be produced at the lowest resource cost you can, which, you know, seems like a a good metric to see whether a firm is performing well or not. The problem though arises if you have non-profits, because well, how do the donors, so you think about in the case of the firm, as it were, the donors to the firm are the customers. Uh, in a non-profit, you have um, donors and the question is, well, is the firm, is the organization doing things that the donors want them to do? To which the answer is, well you don't know it's hard to tell because they're not making profits and also that they're not the direct recipient of the um the good or service that the uh, that the um organization is attempting to provide so for instance if it's a a non-profit about you know uh, feeding the homeless or something well since you're a donor you're not homeless you have absolutely no idea whether they provide the appropriate food you need at the right times in the right places. You would know you wouldn't know that. Now, there might be ways of um, finding out. But in general, um, charities are almost as if like they're crowdfunded that any individual doesn't put very much money in. So the motivation to try and figure out whether they're doing this or not is um, is, is very low. Which then leads us to suspect, well, our non-pro- do non-profits then end up not running for the sake of um, the doing what the donors want them to do, but just running for themselves uh, and, in a sense, then just become a shakedown operation or a racket? And it seems to me that that's something quite difficult to avoid. Um, there are two possible slight, ex- well, there's one major exception to this. You could say that the family is a non-profit organization, but the difference there is that the, as it were, the funders of the family unit is, um, well, say take the husband or father, he's directly involved in it, so it can determine whether it's running well or not. So you don't have that that distance. Um, With respect, uh, and another one which is, they get around a little bit, is churches or other religious ones because at least some of the services the donors would receive. So typically, the congregants will tithe or give some form of donations to the institution, the church. And then they'll spend it on various different activities. But at least some of the activities the donors will be in direct will be a direct recipient, and then can tell whether they think it's doing what they wanted to do or not. And um, and if they don't, they can leave and stop donating. Um, so. I think the churches in general are reasonably good at that Um, but for other non-profits it does seem to be a big problem so tim do you think i've accurately outlined the problems that non-profits have or do you think that this problem afflicts uh, for-profit organizations and um, are you aware of any sort of charities or non-profits that do actually perform well and what ways what things could be used to try to um make the non-profits run better and by which run better i mean in in the in the interests of the donors or basically what the donors want
1: i would say that some non-profits are profitable but they're they're you know i think in in, in the mosque sense um uh, their stated goal is not their actual goal and their actual goal is not their stated um to so like very large so, like, very large philanthropic organizations seems to be, like, just increasing the power of the owners. Um, you know, it's like, uh, I, I think a certain foundations, um, that is obviously the case. They're, they're more or less just front organizations for their owners. I don't think this is hard to figure out. Just read a book by Whitney Webb or someone like that. Um, but as far as churches and those other organizations concerned, I'm not talking about these you know the richest people in the world's foundations. I'm just talking about like local ones. Then that's 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 more interesting here um, because these people seem to want to do good motives, yet they don't. It is the idea. There is the idea of telescopic um, altruism, which is which was a used in uh, some 1880s. Uh, I think Charles Dickerson. Uh, or no, it was G.K. Chesterton, I think it was, or C.S. Lewis. They made fun of people look through a telescope to helping people thousands of miles away rather than helping people close to them. So I do think that's the problem you're identifying in a sense, although you might think it's new, is not necessarily new here, that people are more interested in helping people, you know, thousands or millions. You can only can see them through a telescope. Um, um, And I think this might underlie one of the problems with with, uh, charity in itself, which I think you've identified, is that Unlike a business, there is no easy metric to look at it. Uh, uh, and there could be, and this is something if, I think Curtis Yarvin, aka Moldbug, has a good article on criticizing the effective altruism movement, which he, uh, it's, is, there could just be piles of body associated with a lot of charitable organizations. You know, like I, I, the, you know, I'm not saying feeding the homeless is a problem, um, but, there are certain charitable organizations where they might create more problems than they do. Uh, than they, they do. Um, I think, you know, you, you can read someone like Michelle Foucault. You can read someone like Milton Friedman. One of those things they'll say about welfare is it reduces people's powers and makes them dependent on charitable organizations. So now that's state, or that's state charity, which isn't really charity because taxation isn't really charity. But... Going back to your question of charitable organizations, is I don't know what the answer is. I think you've identified a good problem here, um, but I don't, I don't really see any way to uh, resolve this, this 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 question. Swithin.
0: I don't think you can resolve it, and I, mean, I suppose as well. I mean, does a firm perform what it well, even if it makes profits? I suppose you're then going to get questions of well. You've got various firms that make more profits because of regulation, licensing, etc. So I suppose the way one might want to frame it is, um, you know, uh, charities in a free or freed market or something, or, or firms in a freed market versus charities in a freed market. Um, but I, th- I, I think it's an intractable problem. I think to the extent that the Person who pays for a service is not the person who receives it, um, and there is some sort of intermediary somewhere. Then it's always going to be worse than if they pay for it directly. Now, of course, if there was no payment at all, then worse is better than nothing potentially. Um, but I think that's always going to be the case. I think that was one of the criticisms actually, ever that uh, sort of um, insurance based healthcare stuff, getting the the third party involved and. And gain hospitals to do things based in the interests of insurance companies because they're the people pay via the insurance company. introduced additional costs, etc., and didn't really do what you know the patients really wanted to do. Um, a way that you could avoid, well, you won't really avoid, it, but you could mitigate this. I think is to try to um, create is to create a charity or nonprofit which. Um trying to non- nonprofit that had simple, clear goals of things that they wanted to achieve and have separate campaigns, and to have the organization uh create diff- have different pots of money for different campaigns, and people could donate not to the organization in general, but it would be sort of like a ring fence donation. So these don't these this money needs to go to this fund. And then it would be much easier in that case for the donor to know whether or not uh, the organization has achieved the goal that it set out to achieve. Because if you just give money to a charity in general, let's just take one like uh, the World Wildlife Fund. Oh, no, sorry, it's the World, whatever it's called now, the World World Wide Fund for Nature or something. I mean, how does any donor there know it's doing something well? I mean, they can talk about all these things that they do but specifically what they actually do i mean it's not like you have to really dig for it and to the extent that a donor needs to dig is 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 a problem um and then of course you get situations where the organizations get captured and they don't do what you think they'll do so an example of this now they may do good work as well so uh, this may be uncharitable however i remember looking Oh, i wanted to find out you know how about persecuted Christians in around the world, so I looked at an organisation called Open Doors. So I thought, oh, good, this is information on that, and they're going to put money to help Christians not being put, being killed or otherwise um, significantly harmed in sort of predominantly the Middle East and other places. But all their all their uh, marketing seems to be evolved around um, women being forced to wear hijabs in Iran, and I'm like. Why are you caring about this? I mean, this doesn't seem to be what the organization, at least ostensibly, is engaged in. Uh, Now, that said, they could well get lots of money for that because maybe people are motivated to um, rail against hijab wearing. But to me, it didn't seem seem what the organization was set up or what was supposed to do. So it does seem that having smaller pots may be able to make it um, easier to determine whether they're doing what they're supposed to do you could also well you could always get the nonprofit that's the uh, the the um, the watchman for all the nonprofits you know the producer reports does it do what it says it's supposed to do but then of course how do you know whether that organization is doing what it's supposed to be doing um, I suppose isn't obvious, I suppose, uh, but that, that that would be another way. And I think I've heard of an organization in America that does that, although that, that would be interesting um, to check. You mentioned the sort of front organizations um, from Billionaires. In a way, even though they're clearly two-faced because what their stated goal isn't their actual goal, given that their donor is like one very rich man, they're at least, well, hopefully doing what he wants them to do uh even if that's not their stated goal so at least in that case you have a matchup of preferences and action in a way that you don't tend to with these sort of disparately funded um charitable organizations um so in a way those foundations aren't a problem i suppose though you could say that they do become a problem after the donut the initial founder dies and he creates like a fund that his children or someone else uh, do because that was one of the claims with respect to say the Four Foundation that Henry Ford wouldn't really have um, um, agreed with the, um, the ethos and what the Four Foundation ended up doing but he ended up setting it up and it was sort of run by claim his own enemies although to what extent his children were involved I'm not sure um, oh yes and then related to this of course you always end up with the Robert Conquest's uh, law that any organisation which isn't explicitly right wing ends up being left wing I suppose is another consideration here, um, but what do what do you think about the um, the the massive foundations and my potential way of uh, mitigating the problems of uh, more disparately funded organisations to have smaller sort of pots, that are sort of ring fenced, so that it would be easier for donors to figure out what they were actually doing? Or do you think that's likely to be impractical or wouldn't make a much difference?
1: I think it depends on the goal. I think I I would just say I'm on an a priori level, suspicious of charity. Uh, it just doesn't seem, uh, th- there is an idea that exists. I think it's just, it, it, this is, you know, my Protestant in English type area where, where if you're, you know, if you're offered something, you, it's almost an affront. Now, again, I, merely saying this kind of taboo in a sense unwinds it here. But there is a sense in which, you know, uh, if you do something for somebody else do you have to do something back to them um, like that that kind of charity um, now not everyone follows this but like there is that's that kind of unwritten rule that somewhat somewhere exists here so so in that sense i think charity this might make me very unchristian or randian on a philosophical level here but i do think that charity in a sense is is, is suspicious To begin with here, I'm not against I'm not going to say I think it's all bad or I'm against it or anything like that. Uh, I think part of the problem is exactly what you're saying, you know, so like if you want to help the the quote unquote homeless here, um, you know, you should might ask them why they're homeless and do they want to be homeless? Because if they want to be homeless, um, which sounds crazy, but people have asked people this question. You know, they just want a place to pitch their tent and lay left alone in the woods. Um, You know, you're, you're. I don't want to be homeless necessarily here. So, if you want to ask the that question to me, but, but on like other questions here, like when you're trying to resolve Christian persecution around the world, like I don't really know how that's that's quote unquote solvable, considering, you know, like what what kind of goal would that look like? You know, what what would a society without homeless people or whatever, without hungry people, would look like? And it seems like just having, you know, it seems like having cheaper food would actually be a better way to do it. And the way to have cheaper food is to read Alex Epstein and not have state regu- state uh, embargoes on oil or state, you know, restrictions on oil production or gas production. So it seems like, again, the real way to help them is to quote-unquote mark, it's not, it's not, It's not charity here. You know, uh, at my parents' church, you know, my dad used to always make fun of people who want to run. Like he said, why don't you, just, you know, he would say, why don't you get just a second job and then donate that money at the second job rather than setting up some scheme or you sell cookies or whatever uh, uh, at the church here. Uh, You know, like because in really you can make more money for the organization that way. Um, So in that sense, I'm always suspicious of, like, charity as charity. And I don't think, I think Joel Osteen is, in a sense, right. You know, the critics, the Joel Osteen, not that I know much about him, but, like, you know, churches are a kind of business. Um, So, like, when you bring up nonprofits here, churches are a kind of business in the sense that they do have a product that's called service um that's called a congregation you know if the congregation keeps reproducing and or they bring in more people and they that leave um and it'll continue it's just like a movie theater in that sense you know um you can you can keep some bad movies and bad movies go bad in the sense that people don't buy them or buy them on dvd going for some time but eventually the system folds um you know uh, now people don't like viewing it in that crass manner If the organization is long enough and entrenched enough, it might take maybe a century to kill it. Uh, But in that sense, churches are a kind of business, as you just sort of stated. Which again, people who go to church who don't like charity, who like charity, are going to rough, get annoyed at that. Even, 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 even like you know, quote unquote, good churches. So, so I just think some of the goals and like, if you really want to resolve world hunger, it seems like you know, there's other methods. Other methods to go about it, or it's just an original like a problem of evil in a sense here. So, so again, I'm not I'm not opposed to charity, uh but I would just simply say like if you want to open up a successful restaurant, you you know what a successful restaurant looks like. If you want to open up a successful like tire changing shop or something like that, or car tires changing shop, you know what that looks like. If you want to open a successful tour guide business, I mean you know in some city or tutoring firm. You know what that looks like you know the students are doing slightly better on their tests. people are learning about local history people are getting their cars fixed um people are eating good food okay um but if you want to like solve homelessness or help i don't know the handicapped or help i i have no clue what some of these goals just seem so open-ended and i will point out not that this is a non this is a non-profit you know, it's, there's one of my favorite political science papers is the idea that the Red Cross and Doctors Without Borders lengthen civil wars. It's a simple idea. It's not that hard to figure out. I mean, if you ask this in other ways, like if you let, if, if, you know, if you broke the blockade in World War I, you know, like there was a whole British strategy. It's a whole Israeli strategy currently toward Gaza. It was Grant's strategy toward Robert E. Lee in Richmond. Um, you know, would that lengthen the war or shorten the war? Okay, so now again I'm not against I'm not four wars, by the way. By the way, but there is a sense in which, you know, if you if you're gonna have them have them as quickly as possible again, moving with, rather than protracting them. And non could play a role in extending them because people want to keep them in, you know, it's a, it's this kind of form of telescopic non skin in the game type morality there. So that's my comment. I, I'm very suspicious of charities. Um and I wouldn't say the family or or um uh, Churches are charitable, non-profitable organizations. In that sense, like if people start families because they want, like, there's a kind of egoism. Again, some of the defenders of families might not like to hear that, but there's some kind of egoism there. You want to have your kids, or and this applies for the wife too. You're not having other people's kids. This is this isn't Plato's guardian class here, where we, we don't know the the, the the parental heritage of the children. Um, so, in a sense, you're raising your DNA. Um, you're not ra- you're raising your last name or whatever. Um, it's not you're not raising someone else's. So, I, I would I would come back to the question of like, you know, what 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 kind of goal do you have is the goal is a goal. What does an achievable goal look like? Now, it could be, and this might be the left wing criticism of capitalism which is the case is that there are certain goals that that, that don't get um pursued because on some a priori level they they don't fit in with capitalism. But something like good health. Like we've done a few episodes on good health. I have no clue what that looks like. I mean, what well, that's not fair. You have some idea that it looks like, it looks like. But like 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 a perpetual state paid tax funded healthcare system. Like even if everyone has good motives, which by the way, if everyone has good motives and everyone is in agreement of what the good motives are, why do you need the state to pay for it? Like, like it always begs the question there. Um, but even even if had a, even an organization had almost infinite re- near infinite resources, it seems like this is like oh, a problem which doesn't have an easy solution. Yes, I agree that fixing broken legs and fixing limbs is an, is is oh th- that's good, but most like you might even in even in the american system that will happen you can probably just like go to the hospital under a fake name or found some crowd sharing thing or put it on there's there, in that sense that's already been a cop but that's accomplished because of modern technology and the extent the state makes it drives it up the chip this goes back to my initial previous comments where where like why does it cost so much to go to a doctor well blah 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 you know the answers we've done in these episodes here. So Swetha, what do you make of my comments about questioning the whole purpose of nonprofits and so forth, outside of their unstated, quiet goal? Um, what do you, what would you make to those comments here? Are and what are you making my comments about churches and families? And there's some kind of egoism in there that keeps them in line. Then that's what's driving them to work in the sense that there's other organizations. They're just kind of like people don't care.
0: Yeah, I agree entirely with the egoism point. Um... And as I stated in my opening, um, that I think that's how, what keeps them together is because the recipient of the service or is the funder. And so there's that direct link. And I think to the extent that they're severed, you get the problem. Um, you make a good point about, you know, what is the goal and is the goal even achievable? So if it's a case of, you know, it's, um, Christian organization, stop persecution in the middle East. Well, I'm all buggy and be like, well. Or, or a sort of a, an elite theorist of Italian uh, realist school. Uh, keep keep
1: Muammar Gaddafi and Saddam in charge. That would probably be the best. Well, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, it's like just just. Well, what you need is you need a strategy to control the reins of power and uh, then be all right, which I'm pretty sure is not what they're intending to do because otherwise they'd be kicked out of the, they would not be able to operate openly. Um, it would seem to me, though, that the the best thing you could do Although I've not run the run this, I don't know, but it seemed to me the best thing to do would just be use it as a front organization to give money to actual Christians and churches in Iran, for instance, because it's going to be a lot easier for them to operate if they've got more money. And not because um, well, my understanding of the Middle East is that uh, corruption is not unusual. So if it was the case, oh, no, you could be persecuted. It's like, well, just pay them and they'll leave you alone. That would seem to be much more um, productive than getting Iran heckled in the UN or something. Um, so again, sending the money over may well be a better option. And, and another thing is, well, you raise a good point on homelessness. You're exactly right on homelessness. Some homeless men in particular want to be homeless. You might not think it's a good idea. But that's what they want to do. And I think um, there is a an issue with many charitable organizations is a very sort of strong paternalistic streak that, well, even though you don't want to be helped, then, well, you, we need to help you. And it's like, well, I suppose you could, I mean, in certain like very extreme circumstances you might think that that's justifiable for instance you know severe level of mental retardation um, other things like that maybe or the, the, they their cognitive assets are cle- clearly aren't functioning properly they keep saying that they there is somebody following them or there's um, they keep the walls are talking to them stuff like that in those cases yeah maybe but in most of these cases, that's simply not the case. It's just these people don't want to live in the way that that the organization thinks they ought to. Um, and I think really with, with the st- stated goals of these organizations, what you want to do, and I do agree, giving people money is, is tricky. Um, what you need to do is you need to give it to them with strings attached so that they they don't just use it as like a government subsidy so that they can actually um get their turn their life around um, if they wanted to so um you know if someone's poor you know you help them with like financial management and stuff and maybe you subsidize them a little bit but then they're blowing all the money you just cut the money off eventually you know the goal is really that you should be some sort of responsible individual of some description. And so you can manage your own finances. That's kind of the goal. The goal isn't for you to be a permanent sort of um, a permanent uh, loafer, for instance. Problem is, of course, is that if the charity is successful, then it would go out of business, which is kind of one of the problems of charities is if they succeed in what they're doing, then they don't need them anymore. Um, Which, of course, is a problem because then you would have to try and find new problems to solve. Um, on your point that your dad mentioned, you know, why are you, why are you doing this cookie sale at church why don't you work an extra job and donate it? I have sympathy with that view, although in certain circumstances, the goal is trying to build up relationships with actual individuals in these kind of organizations. So a direct sort of sale makes sense because it has additional, um, additional sort of relationship building elements um but um but yeah and in many cases yeah just work an extra job and donate the money would make sense on the organizations i know that these big uh billionaires who remain nameless for the time being have big foundations um if, if i was a multi-billionaire I, I wouldn't create a foundation i would just pay people that i liked who i thought produced good work and i would just subsidize them and i would have my own researchers and i want them to find stuff out for me and basically everybody would report to me and i would pay them and um they would do what i wanted them to do and if it was the case that i died and my children wanted to continue to do the same thing then i would tell them to do the same thing and if they didn't they used them only the otherwise um i would just high. i still as of yet have not come up with a good way of being able to create some sort of permanent foundation that doesn't just end up um going about um wanting donations all the time and it just functions as a racket uh, i think it was doug french who had a pfs talk and what when um when movements become rackets which i think is a very big problem um, as a side with that the mises institute in america seems to have done quite well of a relatively well-known at least in our circles charitable organization it doesn't seem to have been captured and it still does seem to be doing the same thing that it was supposed to do which is to produce educational materials and educating the Austro-Libertarian school. And and it does seem to still be doing that. So it's not that it's not possible. I I don't have any um, personal insights or any sort of people I know who work there to see why it works. Um, Although it would be interesting to, to see how it would work if Lou Rockwell died. That would be an interesting transition because he's kind of like the founder of it on with murray rothbard um and so that 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 you say that'd be interesting to see whether that would change when he dies um but it'd be interesting to see but uh, what do you think of my sort of pay people i like type thing um and uh, paying researchers rather than like uh, a charitable organization do you think this would this would actually fulfill my goals or or do you think that um charitable organization would be better or just don't even bother or anything else you wish to respond to
1: i guess the question is uh what what is your quote-unquote goal here again uh i know this question isn't i know organizations oftentimes have mission statements here but uh if your goal is just to give people you know a nice salary then great i don't that's not that's not that's not an issue here um, one of the critiques I think Sean Gab have uh, had of the Adam Smith Institute was that the Adam Smith Institute just made government employees more uh, uh, work harder, which, like, if you're trying to go after tax cheats, um, then in a sense. You know, this is, now this might be sound like a strange example, but if you're trying to go after tax cheats, then you don't really want them to uh, work very hard. Or if you're trying to go after, you know, if you, you want the FBI to be as lazy as possible, looking for all the people on the security cameras that around the Capitol. You want them to be as you want them to take as many coffee breaks as possible. Um, um, so, so in this sense, I, I it depends on what your goal is. Uh, there is a sense in which society, I think, needs places to store. People who might be useful. I mean, this again. This is my, I guess, my internal Marxism. That sometimes, you know, you like to bring up the example that vicars used to invent a lot of stuff because they had a relatively easy job. I don't think that it would be an Adam Smith Institute approved job, like just to read a sermon and get paid a nice salary. By the way, I don't think that'd be a, a, a like a uh, this uh, the guy of the French Revolution, Rose Pierre, or the Committee of Public Safety. Um, I don't think that would be uh, you know i don't think the aristocrats who got to like live off peasants you know or this you know the all these you know top people like thomas jefferson or jefferson davis the american version who got to read sit around reading philosophy all the day and try to devise john jay devise a theoretical government um so in that sense you know you could say that they have the benefits of leisure um just to sit around read do do stuff with no direct purpose, and so forth, rather than you know something with an indirect purpose. You know, so you can you can find you can you know pass on obscure knowledge, write obscure books, read obscure books, come up with obscure ideas, and so forth. Um. So yeah, I think it would work. Um. It's just like it's just like there would probably be half the people would probably just do nothing. Um. You know, maybe even more uh, would do. Um, nothing. Now, again, you could, and could you actually run it if you were a multi-billionaire? You know, whether or not a crime is behind every multi-billionaire, it's simply, like maintaining a fortune is a job. So, you know, like, would that, would that be in your time? You'd probably have to hire some director. Now, if it's like Lou Rockwell, maybe the director would be really good. Um, and then it would be their egoism, keeping it going. But chances are Lou Rockwell might uh, hire another person who eventually is the son of somebody who is, you know, an idiot. Or it has the opposite goals. Because I think 20% of people's children end up having the opposite goals of their their parents. And all that, that, and then poof, then the organization is starting to go on the, is starting to be counterproductive based on its original goals. Uh, uh, so, like, most of the people working for the Ford Foundation probably, if Lou Rockwell was put in charge of the Ford Foundation, um, you know, I mean, he probably gets assassinated or something like that. Um, I'm like, you know, if you, and if you look at, like, I think Harvard was set up, or was it Yale? One of those schools was set up as like a Calvinist preaching school, I believe. And if you look at it today, it's like, excuse me, like, um, I forget which which one of the Ivy League universities. But, like, there's a big gap between what it currently does and what it doesn't do. And, I, by the way, colleges, in this sense, are a strange kind of business as well um, and so forth. So that, that would be my, that'd be my pushback here with respect to just paying people randomly. I think it would work. But I think you have to look over the fact that large a lot of people might not do anything um, or do what you want them to do. Uh, uh, and to go back, to my comments on working, which comes from, or why do people get out of bed in the morning? I do think, I do think, I do think that working is somewhat useful to do. Uh, a, I did make comments about the Adam Smith Institute there, but I do think looking like working at times is useful. And maybe that's what foundations and nonprofits and charitables are for here. That they're just giant exercises in 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 working theater. You know, if you have political theater, let's ha- let's say you have working theater, these people who are looking busy but not really doing anything. Like let's say you're gonna go out and poll all voters. Um you know what now, there is some historical use in knowing what all voters think or all Republican voters think. Um, but there is also a sense in which you just want to keep people hired by your organization so that in the future, when you actually have a goal, let's say win an election for Nikki Haley, then you have a large uh, uh, or, or uh, Joe Biden or whatever. And you have a large stash of people who, you know, are hireable. But your actually goal you're doing them is po- entirely pointless. Um, in that sense, um, here, I mean, they could just—they could just be eating lunch the whole time, and it wouldn't really change anything. Um, so maybe, maybe that's the. There could be a huge amount of pointlessness towards uh, the jobs that people assign them. Yeah. So I, I think your solution would work. It's just that you might get a lot of pushback from people from different ends here. But if you could, you could go ahead and try it. Would you? Would you be interested in giving you know, like your kids or your family? just infinite money here? Like, would that be something you're, uh, or, or lots of money here? You know, as we stayed with the, why do people get out of bed in the morning episode, people like Hunter Biden probably would have been better off if they were from a poorer family or a less powerful family. Uh, uh, so maybe that's just a problem of wealth.
0: It's going to depend on the, the psychological makeup. Uh, I mean, um, I did consider my see my brother's done lots of work in sort of like uh, improving and changing board games. And I was thinking, well, you know, it can't be cool to have more new good board games out. So just pay him some money a year. He can leave his job and he can just become a board game designer. Stuff like that, you know, that did cross me. I wanted to do infinite money. Is it even is a bad idea for anybody with. um, That doesn't have an astonishingly good character. Or doesn't have any other constraints. Um, so I'd wouldn't be infinite money because you know you could didn't get delayed and do other things. But no, a decent amount. Yeah, I I, I considered that. Um, say it would have to be on like a an individual um basis. But I suppose as well. You know, what would my goal be? I suppose as well. They're finding they're finding stuff out that I'm interested in, and I just have to assign determine whether I think they were using their time productively or not and if they weren't then I just stopped funding them uh, or cut it until they did something better so I might be like well you know come back to me in three months and tell me what we found out and if I think that they found and made some progress then fine now clearly some could be making stuff up or not doing that much with the money but you know it's not perfect I'm not going to be able to do that in a, in a great way I suppose the benefit of my the thing I was suggesting here is that the money is actually going to people who seemingly are interesting and have ideas and want to research them as opposed to just paying bureau- bureaucrats, uh, which I loathe and detest. Um, just administrators and stuff just seem to be some of the most annoying people in the world. And I don't but really want
1: to fund wouldn't them. Wouldn't you say, wouldn't you say administrators? I'll be real quick, wouldn't you say administrators are a byproduct of large organizations? You know, this goes back to the comments about like Aristotle and city size. Like, once a city gets over 100,000, it seems like it's just a giant personal machine. So, once an organization gets to a certain size, and the only real, real way to have a large fortune is to have a large organization, um, I think Kevin Carson, in this sense, is right. Whether a mega corporation could exist in the Capistan is a good question. But whether a mega fortune or mega philanthropist could exist is a good question. But it seems like they would have to have a lot of employees. Like, could you oversee? Like even 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 relatively small foundations have at least a hundred, midsize foundations I think have at least twenty five. If you just hired ten people, that's fine. I I don't I think that's disputable. But if you hired a hundred, can you really oversee a hundred people here? In the same way that like in a large city, you can't really by definition know everybody. Uh...
0: No I, I agree, I know I, I see that and I, and that would be an issue, but I suppose insofar as they're in a for profit organization, we can at least ascertain their usefulness in a way that you can't really ascertain in the same way for you know research because I mean what coordination or what kind of benefit really does an administrator have when some a team of scientists who are investigating some rocks somewhere or some um, philosopher is reading books and producing and talking to me about the ideas he had and producing um, lectures or whatever. I mean, they seem not, they're just going to be there for hanging on, getting donations, whatever. So in the case of a for-profit organization, at least I can determine whether they're useful. But of course, yeah, I mean, you can always rate the question. You know, in the, in, in the, uh, in so the stand, so understand, does the multibillionaire exist anyway? But I mean, even if it doesn't, I mean, even if I'm sort of like sufficiently wealthy, as wealthy can reasonably be, and I have some spare cash, and I think, well, how can I best use it? Well, I put it there. Oh, and also as well, as you mentioned, um, about solving world hunger, I probably put lots of uh, put money towards sort of creating nuclear micro-reactors research, um, because that means that people around the world could have loads and loads of energy cheaply and reliably, which would be to massively improve their standard of living. I probably wouldn't bother with fusion power because that seems like it's not going to work, but at least we can scale what we already know. Um, so, yes, there still would be a problem with um, in, in a major organisation of administration or whatever, so you can't avoid it in its entirety. but at least they're constrained in a way that they wouldn't be constrained appropriately in a sort of nonprofit situation.
1: I don't really have any other further comments here. I do think it's an interesting topic. I I just don't know, I, I would just, I'm just suspicious of most charitable organizations and nonprofits, um, you know, almost all political, I, non, whatever you want to call them, political organizations or whatever, non, you know, everything from campaign organizations to, to things like Doctors Without Borders. Um, I think a good reading of the Machiavellians, or Vilfrido Pareto, or Mosque gets you to the idea that they're not really being 100% honest about what their actual goals are. And on top of that, their, are their goals achievable? Um, uh, you know, like to go back to the homeless thing or solving Middle East uh, peace. Uh, it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like those are like. Do they do the people who do the Shippians want to be solved? Okay, will they benefit them? Um, you know, we know what a successful restaurant looks like. We know what a fresh, successful tire company looks like. But, but them, I don't know. Um, so, so you could say there's not, I'm just repeating myself here, but I think it bears repeating is what is their goal and is their goal achievable here? And many organizations that look like nonprofitables are actually egoistic in which is the same with the business here. Um, so, I. I I think people it might be a good idea to spend more time at organizations closer tied to uh, uh, you know like sports for example the goal of a sporting team is to get faster is to beat the other team it's not it's not to um, it's not to you know make the world a better place if by, a byproduct does then it's great you know but um, you know maybe those things like so like maybe athletic scholarships might be a better thing if you want to help out like you know people disadvantaged. Youth, youth, young men or something like that. Maybe that's a better way to help out them people. Rather than just sending them money on welfare checks or having them become bureaucratic agents. But again, if they become bureaucratic agents, in a sense, you're doing that because you you like the well-managed, progressive type managed society anyway. So there's an egoism in there, too. Those will be my final comments. Thanks for doing this. I just don't know. I'm suspicious of charity charity in general. That would be the only thing I would say. And, and suspicious of nonprofits, too
0: yeah i i, I agree with the reservations i think they're probably slightly more pro charity than you are but i think uh, those reservations still stand i would not like to thank everyone for listening if you enjoyed this podcast please share it with your friends and family and subscribe to us on probably Bean on youtube the more subscribers we get the higher we get in the search rankings and the more people can access this material and if you'd like to contact the show for any reason at all please contact us at mindcryinglibertyshow at gmail.com that's mindcryinglibertyshow at gmail.com so